podcast so it went a little long. Who gives a fuck, right? Uh, Greg Ginn probably cares. <laughs> you will be receiving I a cease and desist shortly. I seriously doubt that. But I'm going to send Mike B to your house to beat you up. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Revenge of the World, episode 35. Um... <laughs> uh, Tonight's guests are. Are you considered a guest by now? I think you're I don't more know. of a co-host. I'm a rotating co-host. I think. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good <laughs> term. I like that. Rotating co-host Brennan Birch. Hi there. And also with us tonight, God, I sound fucking way too official. <laughs> uh, Chet Presley. Hello. It's very NPR in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about something important. Nah. Nah. Because uh, I've got a Donald Trump story. We got too many fart, <laughs> we got too many fart jokes lined up to to, to be serious. To, 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 what the fuck was that? Uh, what's up, dudes? <laughs> what's going on? Not a whole lot. We uh, just talked for like yeah, forty five minutes. I think we just spent the whole conversation. I think uh, that's <laughs> becoming a trend that I'm not yeah. too comfortable with. Uh, I just ate a bunch of tacos really fast, so. That's you did, you did kind of jam those down your gullet. I goal, was hungry, huh? dude. Very get hungry. that monster recording, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gotta get my protein powered up. Beast from the and bowels. You, <laughs> you mix tacos with coffee. <laughs> That's going to be a bad idea. Just, like I said, it's going to sound like a monster dying. Oh, no. <laughs> bad news. So what's up with you, Chet? <clears throat> Where are you coming from? You came from... Uh... From the day gerb. What? From work. Oh, yeah, yeah. But where... What uh, part of town? 288 in Holly Hall. Jesus. Yeah. That's not. That's not. That's not terribly that far. far from here. No, it's not no. that bad. No, it's far from where I live though. I live on the northwest side, 290 in Eldridge. Basically. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think you're the only person I know that has a longer commute than I do. Really? Yeah. That's a trek, <laughs> that's my friends. Yeah. So I tried uh, to move out here. In fact, I tried to move out here with um, uh, Mike. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It just didn't work out at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember those days. <laughs> so, uh, who do you think's listening right now? Uh, no one. I posted this is pre-recorded. The... Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's <laughs> listening, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, somebody's listening. Well, the NSA, or maybe we're doing know. something really right. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, not on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, quantum physics kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> I... I was looking at the uh, the stats of last episode, mm-hmm. and I think because I hashtagged uh, weed, <laughs> it, got, it got a little bit of a bump. <laughs> I was like, holy wait, wait, shit. Wait, 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 were you talking about weed or coke, though? Uh, I think a little bit of both. Okay. But uh, I think it was the, the hashtag weed. Gotcha. Yeah, that, uh, gave right. me a little bump. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. You almost snuck that by Man, me. That, that would have been a great coke pond, dude. Jeez. <laughs> Maybe I ought to try Coke this week. Yeah. Um, hashtag Coke. Hashtag let's hope not. Yeah. Uh, hashtag might help the show. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we should just we should just do a Coke episode. Let's just do it. Uh, I don't think it's in the budget for this. <laughs> um, so what's up, guys? Any Anything new with... Let's start with Brennan since he's right next to me. Oh, God. Uh... Yeah, actually, uh, I've started work on a zine. 
been no doing shit. that a lot. It's been a, a while uh, since you said you were going to do that. Yeah, but I'm actually close to completion at this point. Really? Yes. No shit. How many pages? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I'm just looking at doing like 32. But okay. I mean, just 32, he says. Yeah, That's... but it, it's... It's it's what, writing what, what and stuff. Kind of, yeah, I was gonna ask what kind of content. Yeah, it's uh kind of illustrationy, kind of you know writing stuff. I don't know. I it's it's very specific in that like it's it's a skateboarding zine mm-hmm. and it's aimed towards like a really specific time in skating mm-hmm. where I don't know. It's it's tough to explain. Like if you see it, it all makes sense. That but, sounds really interesting, actually. But yeah, it's it's like I feel like it's something that like hasn't really been like talked about or explored yet and i don't know it's just kind of lit a fire under me i've been like super busy with it are you gonna be talking about bam margera like he hasn't blown up already <laughs> and fizzled out oh this is like even before him wow <laughs> like this is before like i even started skating really i saw a guy a couple months ago named tony hawk this kid is gonna be big <laughs> That sounds really interesting. I don't know. I, I, think, I, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. So how far are you taking the the zine process? Are you getting it printed somewhere? Are you, no, you I, photocopying and saddle stitching yourself? DIY. Just completely nice. DIY. Because, like, I mean, I don't really have the means to do it any other way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't really want to do it any other way. You right. Know? Like, I, I don't want to make something that's, like, super slick. Because I feel like at this point, it's so easy for people to make slick things. Yeah. You know, if, if you can if that, you can download, that, like... That's a benefit to me. I just want well, to I mean, that out there. But, well, what you do is, like, way more labor than what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, comics is a completely different thing. But I just feel like, uh, kind of, with... You know, people can just download a bootleg copy of, like, the entire creative suite and just, you know, follow a couple of tutorials <laughs> on YouTube. And you can... Pretty much piece it together if you want to make something. Oh, so you're, you're doing literal hand copy and pasting. You're not doing yeah, it all I'm digitally. Yeah, like, I'm wanting to like, like I'm using some digital stuff just for you know typesetting or whatever. But like, right? I'm because like my handwriting is terrible. But I want to like cut everything out and like tape it down and like just make it as like just simple and I guess like punk rock as possible. You know, that's, that's just awesome. What I made before. Were you were you involved in the process where I tried to uh, handwrite the alphabet? scan it in and then create a font out of it um cj like told me about a program and yes yeah yeah you relayed that info. yeah i tried it yeah it's pretty crazy <laughs> it sounds nightmarish it, it looks like you did a ton of work but in reality it's really just, easy yeah you wow. just wrote the alphabet in huh. handwriting and yeah and then it you just type it i mean it's, it's a font it's pretty badass no shit yeah. you people out there should you people <laughs> you revengers out there should uh, look into that if you're interested. What's the software? No idea. Ah. This was like five years yeah. ago. <laughs> I, I know that there's like a there's like a service you can use now. It's like ten bucks to get your like you know typeface or whatever. But, oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Cool, man. What's it called? Uh, it's gonna be called White Crypt. Nice. It's, oh yeah. Yeah, that's it's what like, that is. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just like uh, yeah. I mean, the, the name doesn't mean anything. Like I kind of ripped it off in a way because like i i uh i saw like this train going by at work one time and like somebody did like graffiti but they did it in like it looked like the surf script from lord of the rings you know like the kind of hobbit writing what? <laughs> it, it, it's like they, they did like a version of the english alphabet like that and it looked really cool wow so like i just i have a picture of it and i was just like kind of like practicing the letters and those were the letters that i put together doesn't mean anything but that sounds amazing yeah i guess 
<laughs> well, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be way better than my zine. <laughs> I highly doubt that because your stuff's always like really well put together and that's I, good. I'm not, I don't know if I'm even going to do one this year, though, because... Why not? I have no reason to. Uh, staple? Yeah. Uh, that's not till March. So. That's right. That's true. So you, have you should start time. working and yes. make it really great. Shut up. I got, <laughs> I got a lot of projects to do, guy. Yeah. There's no zine up there. Uh, that's true. Well, you <laughs> oh, have well, Zine Fest. That, that's at the top. Revenge of the World number two. But that uh-huh. was before Zine Fest. Actually. Uh, when is Austin Zine Fest? It's, uh, I think it's in February. Okay. But I, I haven't been accepted, so I don't know. Mm. I don't know what's going on with that. But Staple, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we need to get on that. We should do that. We're planning to go there. Really? Oh, that'd be cool. Yes. Yes. Oh, awesome. that, that's a show I really want to do. Yeah. Well, you got to get in pretty quick because that place good. fills up pretty yeah. quick. And with that, <clears throat> Chet, what the fuck's up, dude? <laughs> I haven't seen you in. Probably a year and a half, two years yeah, now. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Well, um, you guys don't, don't believe even, it when we talked about it prior to. Don't even bring up your comic yet. Yeah. <laughs> don't even bring okay. that up. All right. Put the brakes on me right there. All right. So what, what are we going to talk about? I just want to know what's up with your life, man. Oh. I haven't seen uh, you in forever. Um, just Unless been, the comic uh, is your life. Pretty much is. Understand. It's become kind of a second job, <clears throat> but yeah. um, one that doesn't pay. But the, you know, that's... <laughs> The so, price we pay. That's how it goes. <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, just working my day job and um, I had a few problems pop up in my personal life I have had to deal with. Um, and I'll leave Somebody it that. broke your push-up record? Uh, yeah, that, that did happen. <laughs> I forgot about that. I need to check my notes. I didn't take care of that <laughs> asshole. Um, thank three, you for reminding three, me. 380's no slouch number, my friend. <laughs> I got to maintain. Um, and you know, I started seeing this this girl about a month ago and, uh, you know, facilitating the comic. I've Everyone, seen pictures. You yeah. look very happy. Yeah, she's awesome. Like her a lot. Cool. <clears throat> but yes, the... Shout out to... To her? <laughs> to, what is this? Do we do shout outs here? Ma- Madam X. Oh, oh, well, her name is Angela. Yeah. We... Uh, we met. Um, we want. We we think we met about seven or eight years ago at a mutual friend's wedding, uh, way out in West Texas in Terlingua. If you've ever heard of that, yeah, it beautiful. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and uh, I recall mentioning to a friend of mine that I thought she was uh, the the guy who was getting married, the groom, right. that she was pretty attractive, and he said, "Chet, forget about it. She's married." So I forgot about it. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> Q eight years of two years ago, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't maybe it was five years <laughs> ago, but yeah, two years ago. Um, Dave is in Dave the groom um, is the drummer of Bickley. If you guys are familiar, yeah, and been good friends with him for a long time. Shout out to Bickley. And there you go. <laughs> Shout out to Bickley. They're doing another show. It fits at the end of October. Um, but uh, she was there for their reunion show that they did about two years ago. Yeah. And uh, we talked a little bit there. And then Dave tells me the next day that she's going to friend request me on Facebook and everything. I was like, all right, okay, that's cool. And uh, we didn't talk. <laughs> Except the friend requested. And I didn't say anything. She didn't say anything either. 
So I was like, all right, that's cool. Well, then a few few uh, months later, uh, she asked me if I wanted to go to Alpine. I mean, I'm sorry, not Alpine, uh, Little Rock. And that's where Dave and his wife, Valerie, had relocated after they had wrapped up their master's in Denton. I mean, they'd been everywhere from West Texas to Little Rock, you know, and, mm-hmm. and in between over the last few years. And I couldn't go <clears throat> because of some problems. And um, uh, we didn't talk again after that, just for a while. It was an amicable split, parting of the ways at that point. And then I'm doing Space City a Chet, couple months ago. did you break rocks in the hot sun? <laughs> <laughs> did you fight the law? Uh, <laughs> and did the law win? Pleading the fifth. All right. And... Um, Anyway, yeah, then that's not an effective dodge right there. I know that, but <laughs> it, that that's where we leave that. Okay. And um, <clears throat> anyway, um, I'm doing Space City with Pulp 21, and um, she hits me up via Facebook and asks if I wanted to go grab dinner. She lives way out in the sticks. You guys know where Kennard is? Kennard is between Crockett and Lufkin in the middle of Davy Crockett Jesus National Forest. Christ. Yes. That's actually might not be very far from me. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in Livingston. Right, right. Yeah. So wow. you're about the halfway point to get to her place. Yeah. And um, she uh, she hit me up because she was in Houston. <clears throat> she was taking her kids to the airport to send to their dad in, I think, Virginia. And um, then uh, I said, well, let me get back to you. I'm doing the show, and I'm not going to get out of here until about 7 o'clock. But let me see what I can make happen. And I get a hold of her about 3.30, 4.30, and she's already driving back. I'm like, oh, well, okay, that's that's that. And um, then I got to talking to Dave about it. Dave has since relocated back to Alpine. He's living out there now. And uh, he said he would suggested that we make a trip out there instead. And I proposed that idea to her, you know, thought it might have been a little presumptuous or forward. Yeah, let's go on a 10-hour drive with somebody you've spoken to all of two times for a total (laughs) of 15 minutes. And, um, but she did invite me to go to Little Rock, and I pointed that out. And uh, (laughs) she, uh, she didn't read the message, or if she did, she forgot to respond to it. So I was like, okay, well, I guess she wasn't interested. No, no big deal. And then I decided to hit her up again. You know, it's just, you know, my curiosity was there at that point. And uh, we got to talking and she invited me to go to this tattoo show in Jacksonville. I'm like, well, uh, I, I don't think I can quite Man, make it up to Jacksonville. Know, stop um, trying to travel. <laughs> it's a romance based on travel. <laughs> it's like, catch me if you can or something. I'm not a fucking serious <laughs> lady. <laughs> and she laughs. And apparently there's a Jacksonville, Texas. I had no idea. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it's just southwest of Longview, which is where the actual show was, oh, and okay. uh, and the Misfits played, which was kind of interesting to see. Well, lost my hearing for about three and a half days after that, and uh, <laughs> it's a very loud show. Yes. <laughs> well, in the two car garage, uh, it can get pretty loud. <laughs> and we, that was our first date, and that, that was a fun time. And we've uh, been hanging out every weekend since, you know, despite the long distance and enjoying ourselves. Nice. Yeah. It's been working out really well, despite the the long distance. Very happy. Cool. So, Anybody care what I've been up to? Sure. No. What have you been up to? Let's let's go to the news. (laughs) Oh, come on. Uh, Not much. I'm just doing the show. And uh, I did see Mad Max this week. 
Finally, you guys seen it? Oh yeah. What I, did I, you I, think? It's so fucking fun. You didn't see it in the theater? No. Oh no. man, it's coming back, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's supposed to be in IMAX pretty soon. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. If if it isn't already. Well, I sat about this far from my TV, so <laughs> just kidding. No, uh, I thought it was great. I had mm. so much fun watching that show, that movie. Right. It took me back, like yes, in a really good way. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> a friend of mine uh, watched it, liked it, and then wanted to see the rest of the trilogy because he hadn't seen it since he was a little kid. Mm. So he started with, uh, it was the Road Warrior, right? Or no, yeah. Mad Max. Yeah. He started with Mad Max and he was like, it's so boring, I couldn't even get through it. <laughs> I was like, dude, you gotta you gotta stick it out. No, yeah. Because it's... It, did, did you know the the original villain in that? The, the same actor plays Morton Joe in this new one. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. See, the only the only thing that's I really like the new one, but the only thing that stood out was there were no like Australian accents in the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like wow. Okay, you got Beast. You got. Uh, do, do you know Bane. who? Do you know who Brendan McCarthy is? Uh. Uh-uh. He's he's a guy who did a bunch of comics in in England. Mm-hmm. Went on to to become a concept artist in Hollywood, and he's responsible for the majority of the aesthetic in that movie. You, if you're familiar yeah. with his work, his I, touch is all over, and it's great. I just bought, I, I bought the art book actually. Awesome, and it's it's great. Like, oh, it's, cool! Like the the paintings in there are just like. <clears throat> I don't know. The one thing I did enjoy was how well designed and how well thought out all of the cars were. Mm-hmm. Man, it, uh, they had thought of pretty much not everything yeah. but i mean that rig was designed to be defended right and you could tell like it was so fucking tough i just loved that they finally used a piece of construction equipment yeah yeah that was like it was great the poles were a badass yeah. idea too with the engine blocks at the end yeah mm-hmm. so good did you guys hear about the the anti-feminist backlash for the movie yeah that was ridiculous no. exactly. so stupid why because yeah. you know the the crux of the film revolves around women trying to get away from a male oppressor but they f- kicked their asses <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was the that was the big problem right there yeah yeah and then the group at the end was all women <clears throat> and there they you were go. nothing <laughs> to be fucked with you know it, it was yeah. just like I don't know. Like it seemed a lot of people were also really mad that you know. Spoiler alert! Oh yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, you're a bad person. Pretty uh, much. But like, I, I feel like uh, a lot of the like the thing, things that I read were people complaining about how it was a Mad Max movie and he wasn't even the lead character and all this stuff. And it was like, mm-hmm. who cares? Yeah, it doesn't really yeah. matter. It's it's a bunch of cars crashing into each other and blowing up and yeah. awesomeness. Like, how can you have a problem with that? <laughs> it's it's funny uh, that you bring that point up. And this is, I'm sorry to take a left turn, but I was thinking of uh, Star Trek today. <laughs> and, uh, As you do. <laughs> I do every day. Just I wake space up out. and, you know, I got a 40-minute thir- drive every day. So, uh, obviously, I'm thinking about Star Trek. And... Uh, <laughs> they have... <laughs> You're just not seeing the face that I'm imagining you making in traffic while you think about Star Trek. 
I'm, I'm making data space because I'm, <laughs> I'm positronically thinking. Uh, that was a really bad wow. joke, and I'm going to edit that wow. out. So, fuck it. Uh, Gold star for they, the reference. They, they <laughs> It's so it's so funny how uh, that <laughs> chest dying. <laughs> go go have another cigarette. Uh, they think of, uh, they brought up when when they were making every series. Oh, she's no Captain Kirk. He's no Captain yeah. Kirk. All that shit. But yet everybody in that show that's a captain is obviously going to be a badass. He's got a lot of fucking responsibilities. Right. So bringing that to Mad Max, everybody that's alive in that post-apocalyptic world has to have some kind of survival skill. Right. Yeah. Or they wouldn't be there. Right. And that's, you know, either, uh, hanging out as a group, you know, group safety or whatever, or you're an individual badass. Right. And you can handle Pretty much every situation. That's where that was going. Sorry. <laughs> took, <laughs> took a long road around that. Um, what else is up? Anybody seen anything good lately? Not lately, but one movie that I saw over the last year or so that I really liked a lot was Beyond the Black Rainbow. Yes. Have you guys seen that? <laughs> Gabe hated it. I, oh, I hated it. How did you hate that? I was... Uh, I got mad. What did you get mad about? <laughs> because it was... You ever seen Dancer in the Dark? Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. Uh, There's dancing in the dark. You know how uh, one thing after another happens to uh, Bjork's character? Mm. And it's just like... It's a movie gets, with Bjork? Gets more and more ridiculous okay. the, the more kicked she gets in life that made me mad that made me pissed off i will never say a good thing about that movie same thing with black rainbow one thing after another that's like each element's introduced and it it had no i want to say meaning but rather it had no explanation to the viewer Oh, yeah, that thing's totally light on plot and character. Well, not just that, but... It, that, that's so much more an atmospheric piece than anything else. And then the, the thing that I really liked about it, <clears throat> other than the atmosphere, I mean, it encapsulated those kinds of movies just mm-hmm. perfectly. I um, called it a pseudo-avant-garde piece of shit. <laughs> 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 and, I mean, it's not that I didn't understand the movie, it's that... It, it went nowhere for me, right? And, right. And all the elements, the visual elements, meant nothing to me. It right. was like just empty. Well, th- see, I just I came out of it with a totally different experience. You know, I, I really liked the what was suggested by the compound as as you got further into it and you'd learn more about its history and everything else. The, the things just rife with possibilities. You know, it's something yeah. to just kind of let your imagination roll through. It's great. That's what I liked about it anyway. The thing that I appreciated the most about it was uh, just like looking at it and just watching it. There was a period in my time where I did a lot of psychedelic drugs. <laughs> and <laughs> and I feel like it kind of captured a lot of that experience really well. Just like with the way that they treated the color and like the way that, you know, things just got grainy and weird at times. And like 
I don't know. It, it, it I feel like it really duplicated that kind of like just being in a completely outside of reality, like altered state really well. And See, I never got that because you were anchored with the, the female character. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it just seemed like all this stuff was happening to her. Right. But it, it wasn't like, I don't know. It wasn't even a supernatural or, or super science mm-hmm. type of story. Right. It just, it seemed just like insanity. an art project, somebody's art project that got funded. Well, he hasn't gone on to make another movie I don't know. since. So, well, yeah, yeah. that was 2010, I think that came out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, there might have been a time where I enjoyed it, but at the at the time I watched it, I fucking yeah. hated it. And I bought it, so. <laughs> oh, you bought it? Oh, wow. If you want the copy, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I was looking at Chet, but well, you I, I guys can pull it up on Netflix. do push-ups over it or whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh, you're that bastard. <laughs> That's good podcasting. My gesture. Three eighty-seven. Three eighty-seven. I forgot what number I said earlier. Three eighty, I think. Yeah, you're at three eighty. He must be at three eighty-seven then. Yeah, that's, that's why. That's okay. You have all, a baseball bat out. around here, right? <laughs> no. Okay. You're lucky this time, Brennan. I thought I was giving you a ride later. <laughs> oh, you are. You just won't be in the car with me. Just um, be in the back. Anything else besides <clears throat> that terrible movie? Uh, <laughs> it's a great movie. Sorry I'm being so hard on it. What's that? Oh, no, no. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, I'm we just got, saying. We got to explore each other's lives real quick. Well, why don't you tell us about your comic that you... Didn't bring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if a person were to say take a nap and mm. while listening to this podcast, this you is describe, the opportune moment. Describe the the comic book <laughs> to them, and maybe they'll wake up and want to go buy it somewhere. Well, yeah, I guess I'm going to go into the uh, the stayed pitch that we we throw at people at shows, and hopefully not come across as a monotone, you know, piece of shit in the process. But um, but you're gonna speak in a monotone voice right now. That's right. <laughs> um, no, so you know the the anthology. It's we've we've done little anthologies before, um, going as far back as 2010. Um, but this time we got a little better organized, and um, we're making a better attempt at trying to get it out there and in front of people. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, we there's email chains going through everybody. Or through the group every week, uh, trying to keep up with status and everything, um, and rolling hot off of completing the first issue uh, that coincided with Comic Palooza, we intended to roll fast into issue two, and that was going fairly smooth, except I was dicking around with putting together a website and getting it into stores, and that started eating up my creative time and and kind of stole my thunder, and then. Something pretty unfortunate happened in my family, and that knocked the wind out of my sails. Um, but when we did a couple shows since then, and uh, you know, back on my legs and, and rolling back into, it. I finished thumbnails on the second batch of pages I'm doing for the next chapter last night, um, and everybody else has has got a fair chunk of what they're doing completed already. The cover's done, the back cover's done. But, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be talking about the first issue. 
forgot about that. <laughs> um, the first issue. I was going to ask you, yeah. actually, what was your creative process? Like, do you just sit down and, and write, or do you thumbnail as the first step? Um, no, for me, it's, it's a little different. I'll do a lot of free writing. Everybody's a little different. Uh, my process is I'll do a lot of free writing where I, I just jot down ideas. Um, they can be random thoughts, sequences, notes of dialogue, yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> ruminations on big chunks of things that I'm interested in and throwing into the story and, and it just becomes this kind of soup and then I'll come back to it and I'll even put down crap, you know, things that I know th- that are just idiotic, you know, just get it out of your system, get right. it down on paper and then um, I'll sift through all that and reorganize it into something that begins to click as a story and then I'll take from that, you know, depending on how I'm telling the story, if, if it's a full issue of something, which I haven't done in a long time you know, I'll try to organize it as best as I can in that format. Since we're doing shorter stories, I get to concentrate a little bit more on a, and I'm talking with my hands and nobody's going to see this. Um, um, just one thing. On, uh, mm-hmm. What do you do with the crap? With the crap? I just leave it there. I, I, I work digitally. You, so leave, you I, leave it in the story. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It doesn't make it in there. You know, okay. it, it's just, it's on whatever you, I, I use. Do you keep to... it together or do you just chunk it and um, it's gone? I I try not to get rid of it. Because I things. bet you have a good mask comic. A good mask with, comic? With uh, Rob Liefeld as the illustrator. Oh. <laughs> what? That would be something else. I'm just uh, kidding. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. I had to get my refill. <clears throat> you better change the subject before it's I a, start talking about that. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a comic show. I got to get my shots in. Uh, go ahead. Go and, ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. No worries. Um, yeah, the crap will stay in the documents. You know, if it's something I wrote down on paper or if I put it into like Drive or whatever, Google Drive, <clears throat> Google Drive rather, um, you know, it'll it'll just stay there in language. And sometimes I'll go back and I'll pluck it out and put it in something else. It, it just depends. Um, and then once I have a sequence or what I think would make a good chapter put together, then I'll write a full script where I note out the captions. I mean, I'm sorry, the, uh, the panels with the captions and the dialogue and everything else. Then I'll thumb it out. Then I'll draw it. And the whole time I'm doing this, I'm refining things and editing things. It's a constant rewriting process. Right. So even up until lettering the pages, you know, because you, you make mistakes along the way, you forget about things or ideas come to you as you're working through it, and it, it just constantly evolves. And then once it's out in print, you hate yourself, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is it is what it is. But uh, it's fun. I, I'm enjoying the shit out of it. You know, cool. having a blast. Yeah, I, I was really satisfied, uh, which is kind of rare last night with the thumbnails I put together. And they, they still have their problems I got to work through. I got to design a lot of things that are going to be reoccurring through the serialization of this particular story that I'm working on. But um, you know that tickle you get right between your eyes when you're on time with what you're creating, whatever it is that you're doing, you know? Mine's up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and his is <laughs> taller, I guess. <laughs> Mine's mine. My reptile brain gets tickled, not my third eye. Uh, <laughs> the pineal. Yeah. Uh, have you guys ever seen From Beyond? Yeah. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah, that was that was yeah. a kid favorite. Oh yeah, Dude. yeah. There was some bad motherfucker on channel twenty six or twenty that aired some great horror movies on Sunday, like between the hours of eight and noon, and 
Yeah, that's where I saw From Beyond the first time, wow. and and Hellraiser. Oh, okay. On TV. Yeah. On yeah. just regular TV. Oh, when you were a kid. As a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. No. <clears throat> I think I saw Night of the Creeps on like Twenty Vision or something. Like Probably. That. <laughs> From yeah. Beyond was uh, Jeffrey Combs, mm-hmm. and you should check that out. Yeah. If you like. Beyond the Black Rainbow, you would love from Beyond. <laughs> ah, <laughs> see if that's if that's where you're drawing your parallels. Yeah, no, I, no, I, no. I, I, yeah. But uh, no, the, if the, you liked this... Phantasm, <laughs> yes, I love Phantasm actually. <laughs> if you liked Phantasm Four, oh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the story I'm working on, and that's the reason I brought it up from Beyond, is is that it's uh, it's a Lovecraft pastiche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm taking all these random things, Lovecraftian, and, and just kind of throwing them together um, to tell a new story with it. But uh, it's a little reference heavy, but yeah, whatever. What is it? Yeah, exactly. So that's cool. Sounds good. But that's just my story. Sounds good. Of, I wish I had something to look. At. Yeah, <laughs> I sent you a PDF. I know. I know. Yeah. But um, uh, and I, it's it was that one damn thing that I forgot walking out of the house this morning as I was telling Gabe earlier. Right. You know. It's always, always and then it's something. always the one thing that you really want it to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, I you forgot really my hard drive. It works. So there you go. See, yeah. I was here I'm early still... and I had tacos. So, you know. <laughs> tacos and coffee. <laughs> tacos and coffee. Yeah. I got the bubble guts happening right now. I'm surprised I can't hear it. <laughs> Please hold the mic up to your stomach. Right <laughs> yeah, now. we don't have the fan going. Uh... You'll feel it in your, in your ankles. <laughs> you guys want to take a break or go to news or? I, I do you need to take a break, Brennan? No. Do you need a cigarette break? I don't need it, but I would appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll All be right. right back. Okay, yes. We are bored. We're all bored now. But has it ever occurred to you, Wally, that the process that creates this boredom that we see in the world now may very well be a self-perpetuating, unconscious form of brainwashing created by a world totalitarian government based on money? And that all of this is much more dangerous than one thinks. And it's not just a question of individual survival, Wally, but that somebody who's bored is asleep and somebody who's asleep will not say no. See, I keep meeting these people. I mean, uh, just a few days ago, I met this man whom I greatly admire. He's a Swedish physicist, Gustav Bjornstrand. And he told me that he no longer watches television, he doesn't read newspapers, and he doesn't read magazines. He's completely cut them out of his life because he really does feel that we're living in some kind of Orwellian nightmare now and that everything that you hear now contributes to turning you into a robot. And when I was at Findhorn, I met this extraordinary English tree expert, who had devoted his life to saving trees. Just got back from Washington, lobbying to save the redwoods. He's 84 years old. He always travels with a backpack because he never knows where he's going to be tomorrow. And when I met him at Findhorn, he said to me, where are you from? And I said, New York. He said, ah, New York. Yes, that's a very interesting place. Do you know a lot of New Yorkers who keep talking about the fact that they want to leave but never do? And I said, oh, yes. And he said, why do you think they don't leave? I gave him different banal theories. He said, oh, I don't think it's that way at all. He said, I think that New York is the new model for the new concentration camp, where the camp has been built by the inmates themselves, and the inmates are the guards, and they have this pride in this thing they've built. They've built their own prison, and so they exist in a state of schizophrenia, where they are both guards and prisoners, and as a result, they no longer have, having been lobotomized, the capacity to leave the prison they've made or to even see it as a prison. And then he went into his pocket and he took out a seed for a tree and he said, this is a pine tree. 
he put it in my hand and he said, escape before it's too late. See, actually for two or three years now, Chiquita and I have had this very unpleasant feeling that we really should get out. And we really should feel like Jews in Germany in the late 30s. Get out of here. Of course, the problem is where to go, because it seems quite obvious that the whole world is going in the same direction. See, I think it's quite possible that the 1960s represented the last burst of the human being before he was extinguished, and that this is the beginning of the rest of the future now, that from now on there'll simply be all these robots walking around, feeling nothing, thinking nothing, and there'll be nobody left almost to remind them that there once was a species called a human being with feelings and thoughts and that history and memory are right now being erased and soon nobody will really remember that life existed on the planet okay and we're back uh we're just outside what do you call that burning a fag no <laughs> not anymore old too old school maybe uh, across the pond <laughs> <laughs> we're smoking some cigarettes. I, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. Smoke I don't encourage that type of behavior because uh, smoking's bad for you. It is right, Chet? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Um, <laughs> were we talking about outside? Uh, I believe Chet was trashing Liefeld. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> so bad. No no no. No, I. I you know, as long as he's. Not drawing the comic. Oh no! <laughs> I'm all right. As long as he's not doing his primary job in the comics industry, <laughs> that's way worse than anything I said outside. And you were like, "Oh man." Well, I, I only say that because it's it's the the quickest way to getting around to explaining that some other people have come and and worked on his properties in the last few years and and done really good work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I was talking about Brandon Graham taking over profit with a bunch of other guys and, uh, that's been a lot of fun. And then, um, Warren Ellis and Tula Lote did a, a seven issue Supreme story Mm -hmm. that was pretty good. Very David Lynchian. In a so lot of ways. what is he doing these days? Is he writing mainly? He's actually, or? you know what? There, or he just creates characters and uh, he um, he stashes <laughs> his money in it, little pouches all over his body. And, and stories, jeans. stories upon stories upon stories. He did a, a Kickstarter. How many credit cards do you think that guy has? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Which wallet does he keep them in? <laughs> all right, go ahead. Sorry. No problem. He, uh, he did a... A Kickstarter for another one of his properties called Brigade, and I ra- Brigade. yeah, raised the money for it and then some. Uh-huh. And um, I know the guy who's supposed to be writing it, and he was at this uh, comic book convention a couple weekends ago. It was all funded with blood diamonds, by the way. <laughs> 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 Young blood diamonds, oh, <laughs> and uh, it. Um, I, I I got to talking to Matt. Matt's the guy who's who's lined up to write it, and Matt told me point blank that he has weekly phone calls with Liefeld about it. And Liefeld says to him, "Hey, I've got a bunch of pages drawn up." Matt says, "Great, let me see them." He says, "No, no, no. We'll we'll wait till I finish the whole book. Then you then you can see them." And this is the conversation they've had for months, uh-huh. um, every week. So instead, he's released a new comic. 
regurgitating another one of his properties called Bloodstrike. And <laughs> I got a hold of a copy through pirated means, they kind of say that, um, a couple months ago. And it's something else. I, you know, and I'll have to show it to you. I, yeah. <laughs> no need. I already know exactly <laughs> no, 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 what no, it looks no, like. No, no, you think you do, but you don't. And he's trying to be edgy with the book. And it's, what? yes. Oh, and it's no. really entertaining to see where he goes with it. All right, man. Uh, I think the edgiest thing he could do right now is learn to draw fucking feet. <laughs> no, it's he, it's what he attempts to draw in the book that you're really going to be amused by. Oh no, JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams close to lens actually flares. almost what? nail on the head. What? 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 <laughs> what? Yep. What? He said. <laughs> what did you say? I, I, I was, was trying, trying to, to repeat. That. I was trying to get out my JJ Abrams <laughs> reference. Go ahead. I made a joke about drawing about him drawing penises with pouches upon them. Oh, no. And I said, "You almost hit the nail on the head." This being a new thing that uh, he, you know, endeavored to Everybody's draw. Everybody's got comic. camel toe, like shaded. No, everything. no, 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 no. Shaded bits and pieces. No, no. Mm-hmm. Cross hatching. No. I'll show it to you. Okay. <laughs> Deal. I was going to say, JJ Abrams. Are you Abram- now curious, dear listener? JJ <laughs> Abrams is to lens flares what, <laughs> what? <laughs> what Rob Liefeld is to smoke in front of feet. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So you're not excited about Star Wars? Oh, I'm very excited. I'm very or is it going to be lens flares? I don't think there. I don't think there's going to be lens flares. No, I, I haven't seen anything in the trailer. Even though, and I'm trying well, to actively avoid that shit. So I did see uh, a spoof of that first teaser where uh, what's his face lights up his three prong lightsaber, yeah, and there were lens like, flares Whoa. all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looked pretty funny, but yeah, that was fake. Yeah, I'm very excited. Very, okay. very excited. I've got faith in him. Uh, you guys want to go through some news, or are we done? We're, are we done trashing Lightfield? It was just me, so I, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> Anything, Brennan? Uh, well, uh, what, what can I really say that hasn't been said? I mean, people have pretty much picked them apart at this point, and I don't know. It's just any any comic talk I'm involved in always goes to him. I, so I've I thought, noticed that about I you. Yeah, every just, time I have a conversation with you about comics, he's... I would he, just I, pull it out and yeah. fucking, you know, he's he's a good target. <laughs> Yeah, I is. like I like bashing him because I I don't respect the guy at all. I, and this is the thing that I always stand by when it when it comes to conversations about him. Just to get it out of the air real quick. Is that yeah his technical prowess? It, you can't even call it that. Um, but for prepubescent boys, you know what he does is is exciting. I'm no longer a prepubescent boy, but um, <clears throat> uh, the thing that's always annoyed me about him was. In case in point, I just brought up a perfect example of that kind of thing is that he fails to deliver when he makes promises. Mm, yeah. And, you know, if it takes you a little longer than you say it's going to take you to do something, that's cool, you know, but this guy just flat out says, I'm going to do this and it never happens. Yeah. You know, that's shitty. I think the uh, the main reason could be because he's been called out on his plagiarism. Yeah. And... Since he can't really do that anymore, unless it's already his own work, I don't think he gives a shit about that. To be perfectly honest yeah, with you, because yeah, he still blatantly rips right. stuff off left and right, or you know, you're repurposes right it. I think it it's more a matter of him getting really excited about the idea, and yeah. then he spent 
Man, and, and it, he doesn't he doesn't deliver. Idea people are fucking. That's I mean, what he is. They're great. Yeah. yeah. It's just execution <laughs> mm-hmm. is not his strong suit. No. And I can relate to that. <laughs> everybody's everybody's a pipe dreamer sometimes. Mm-hmm. But you can't do everything you think of. I feel know? like I can't like Deadpool because he's associated with it though. You know? I can't like Deadpool because most of the shit that he's in isn't funny. And yeah. they try to pass him off as his funny character. He's just I've never read much of anything with him that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You know, the trailer, um it's got a couple of yucks in it. it looks yeah. looks like it could be fun, you know. I thought Ryan Reynolds did a, an okay job with the character before they fucked him up by the end of the movie. Yeah. The the Wolverine oh, movie. Sewing his mouth shut and all that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the swords coming out of his fist or whatever the fuck yeah. that was. Yeah. <laughs> the human Gensu, whatever the <laughs> Whatever. Well, I had no stock in his character in the first place, so it didn't really <laughs> yeah. bother me at all. Uh, you guys want to go over some news? I got some cool, some cool stories. No. All yes. right. Well, uh, <laughs> then show's over. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Well, you gotta go home. Uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here we go. It's very official. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news. Gabriel Theater and Friends. You know what I'm mad about? I'm the Rob Liefeld of... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm mad that like you've had other guests on here that have gotten to meet Gorag the Slayer. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's... I don't want to go into it. <laughs> Gorag's been disappointing lately. Uh, as you probably noticed, there were no commercials at the beginning of this show. That's there you go, the sponsors. That's fine. Fuck them. Fuck every last one of them. Just kidding. Love the sponsors. Some more than others, but... Uh, we got some news. Um, I saw a meme, and then I looked into it, and it's this uh, weapon called Metal Storm. Mm-hmm. I like it already. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that on Facebook last night. <laughs> Have you seen? It's got like 100 barrels. It's this giant box mm-hmm. with 100 barrels on it, and they shoot all at the same time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it unloads like 16,000 rounds in a 60, second. 60,000. 60,000. Well, I guess we know wow. what Rob Liefeld is doing now. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, that's fucking exactly what I thought. I was like, that is a Rob Liefeld mm-hmm. uh, weapon. And there's one just guy put, holding it. Just put it, on the, put it on the end of a shotgun <laughs> and make some eight foot tall, an eight ironing foot board. wide an ironing person. Because uh, he never drew like an actual gun. Yeah, it always looked like an ironing board. It's a cube something. with a laser sight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a guy with a laser sight eye. Uh, yeah, so this thing, uh, 60,000 rounds a second, comes out to around, well, that that math can't be right, but I wrote down a million rounds per minute. That's probably wrong, huh? Wait. Don't don't calculate that. It's I'll, I'll, We'll just say it's wrong. Okay. Let's just say I'm, it's the, right. I'm the life field of math. <laughs> the life field uh, of math. <laughs> it's 40 quadrillion. <laughs> it's funny because all the ammo is on a bunch of, never mind. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's like layers of bandoleros. Uh, other story. <laughs> Sorry, I think I had a uh, fucking aneurysm. Um, 
An enormous glacier was found on Mars. Fucking amazing. Wow. I saw the picture. It's this huge white blob on the planet. Where on the planet? Was it near one of the caps? That's that's my question. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I just read headlines and just pick stuff out of (laughs) reading. Read the headline, click the like button, move on. (laughs) I, I don't remember how big it was, but I mean, it says... In quotes, enormous glacier. So, it had to be to pretty look big. That up. You should. That's really what this news section is for. Yeah. I just say stuff and people have to Google it for themselves <laughs> if they're interested. Um, in a related story, SpaceX unveils the Dragon spacecraft. Have you seen that? It, SpaceX is uh, Elon Musk's company. And. Uh, it fucking looks very sci-fi. Like, really? Very well-designed, sleek, and functional. It now, looks pretty badass. Is this one of those spacecraft that's just going to lob into <clears throat> orbit and kind of cruise around up there? Or is it going to break orbit? And uh, This is supposed to be the working module that gets everybody to Mars. We're giving a oh, tracker really? here, it's probably going to wow. blow up. Yeah. That's probably going to be the thing that happens well, the most. <laughs> see, you're a horror fan, where <laughs> I am a sci-fi fan, and I like to think that it's just a step in the right direction. But that's just me, Brennan. <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking about Star Trek. <laughs> hey, man, I'm sure people people die going to space. It's, it's just a numbers game. Did you guys read The Martian? By no. Andy Weir? No, but no, I'm been... excited about the movie. Yeah, I, I, well, I'm a little, little uh, worried about it because I, I do like Ridley Scott. I like him a lot. Mm. But he's not necessarily known for his humor, and that's a funny fucking book. Yeah. It really right. is. It's a really clever book, but it's really funny, too. So I'm hoping that that kind of carries over. I've seen a trailer here and there, and there's some jokes. There's some yucks in it. Yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't seem like the same kind of dour and moody you know, Ridley Scott Feature we're used to, but right, yeah, you know, knock on wood. Well, I think it's all in uh, Matt Damon's hands to be funny. Yeah. So hopefully he can pull that off. Oh, uh, what else? Oh, on A and E, the Cosby women are going to speak out. Oh. There's going to be a whole fucking show on it. It's going to be like nine hours long. I'm hoping it's going to be like. I'm not even going to say that sentence. Uh, Don't. Don't. (laughs) I think it's going to be interesting to see. Well, I mean, all you've really heard is their their point of view. I really want to hear what Cosby has to say about it. But, of course, he's not going to He's going to take that to his grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which won't be too long. Yeah, it's quickly approaching grave. He's not going to be around much longer. Yeah. What a fall from grace that guy's had. Yeah. I don't well, think I there's mean, ever it's not been... really a fall. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. never been something so drastic. Yeah. His son died almost 15 years ago, maybe, yeah. at this point. Yeah. And, you know, he's going through this, you know. Yeah. Of course, he is responsible for that. But, oh, yeah. You know. His death? No, 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 no. Oh. No, no, oh, no. For no. him uh, being yeah, in trouble. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> <sighs> Well, <laughs> keep your eyes peeled to A&E, because shit's about to go down. <laughs> I don't know. I can't be excited about something like that. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about that story in the local news that I was mentioning earlier? Or do you want to get uh, to that a little later? Yeah, no, go for it. Okay. There's another local 
story, so I'll follow up with that. Go for it. Okay. So this morning, getting ready for work, I had the news on, and I, I caught a glimpse of a story that mentioned a Katie Ripstra. I don't know if I should be throwing her name out there, but... Is it in the article? It was on the news. It was on the news. Yeah, it's okay. on the news. And, um, I mean, and I only say that because I'm, I'm not trying to drag her through the mud. I don't know all, you know, the the particulars of the situation. Um, and I'm, I'm going to try to not sensationalize this, but it brings to mind, you know, some weird things. But she is, and I, I'm going to screw this up, but she's supposedly accused of poisoning her child with uh, saline infusions, oral, and I don't know how she how that works out, but she was poisoning her child with sodium. Mm-hmm. And she was a pediatric nurse, apparently. She's taking her kid in when it would get sick, and they would do tests, and they noticed the concentrated amounts of sodium in its blood and everything, and apparently that aroused some suspicion, mm-hmm. and now she's in the shit. She's going to court for this and everything. And <clears throat> it, it's... R- just kind of bizarre. You, you know, you're, you watch these movies and it's got a serial killer in it or just a hired killer or, or some criminal badass or something like that. Right. Do you ever, you ever think, you ever sit there and, you know, reflect back on your time in elementary, junior high, high school, college, whatever, and just go, add up the people you could have killed? No, 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 no. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we all have hobbies, but yeah. Um, How many before I get caught? You know, who's sitting next <laughs> yeah. to you is capable of doing something like that. Right. You know, on some level. Um, it, it takes on a... You raise no, your eyebrows, I just, Gabe. I, I shouldn't be joking about <laughs> stuff like that, obviously, but go ahead. No, it, it's just... It's kind of fascinating because the last time I saw her, she was... Fuck, barely hitting three feet tall and, you know, a head full of curly hair is just nice little sweet girl. Uh, did we miss know? that part of the story that you you actually knew her? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I neglected to mention that. Yeah, I yeah. lived in the um, same neighborhood as her for a short period of time, a few years, you know, when I was, when I was younger. Yeah. And when um, her older sister was a, in, was a peer of mine when mm. had classes together and everything. Real nice family, too. Yeah. You know? Just normal as could be, yeah. Yeah, it's just like you'd never think. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's completely berserk. And I had that confirmed that it is actually her. While we were taping this, I got a message from um, another guy from that neighborhood, a good friend of my my brother's. You know, so. But the child's okay. Or yeah, is apparently there any permanent damage done or. Um no, I I think they said that the the child is fine now, but it's in CPAs or CPS's care. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it hits too close to home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, in other horrible <laughs> bad news, uh, a school bus on six ten flipped off of a bridge today, and two children were killed. Uh, now they're talking about seatbelts on the buses. Yeah, yeah. which. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, no, that should have been uh, done a long time ago. 50 years later. <laughs> I, you know, the, I ride Metro quite a bit, and they they don't have belts on that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, unless you're sitting, you know, you're disabled and you have to sit in one of those, um, those seats. They'll strap you down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always wondered about that. And the, the best reason I can come up with is that if the bus does turn over or something like that, the belt may trap you. Yeah, you, you know, and 
<clears throat> that's the argument for any seatbelt, though. This is true. And really, bus, did... buses are huge, mm-hmm. and not a, not a lot of things are going to hurt it uh, unless it's another big vehicle. But its or, center of weight or center of gravity is is a little unevenly distributed. It's a little higher. Than, yeah, it's higher. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be pretty it, if you hit it hard enough. It'd be easy for it to topple over. I think. Well, maybe to, to crash on its side, guy. but I mean, this one drove off a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's the <laughs> worst case scenario for a bus. You know? Over here off a telephone road, right? Uh, six ten. Yeah. 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 How does that happen? Like driving off of like a freeway overpass. Though? I mean, that's well. You take that turn too fast, enough, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, as a matter of fact, yesterday on my way home, there's there's an off ramp for the parking ride where I I get off the bus, and some young girl had taken that turn too quickly and punched her car right into the guardrail. Wow. You okay. know. Yeah. I mean, if she'd been going any faster, she probably would have gone over straight onto the feeder. Yeah. You know. Wow. But she was she seemed to be fine. Car was fucked. Yeah. You know, but yeah. there you go. Man. Uh, someone did a portrait of Donald Trump in, what did I say, Mincy's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was this. Uh, See how I slipped that lighthearted news right in there? After? Yeah. Let's yeah. take it right back to the gutter. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Where we belong. This, this show is a myriad of <laughs> fart jokes. Yep. Uh, so yeah, who so, uh, you know this story? I, yeah, I don't. I, I don't have it right in front of you. There's this uh, a female artist who you know wasn't particularly happy with the way Donald Trump was talking about this. Uh, what was the name of that interviewer? Um, was it Megyn Kelly? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I guess or I I feel really unprepared now. Oh, uh, yes, basically. Uh, do he you want ma- to pause? No, we don't need to pause. Okay. You jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he made a joke about some woman menstruating and, you know, finding it disgusting or angry or whatever. This being Donald Trump and horrible, as he does. Yeah, he's he's a bad dude. Yeah, he's not. I think we're all in agreement on that. Well, everyone in this room is. Chet's a Trump lover. No, what's more frightening lover. is how many people are actually, you know, interested in what he has to say. Trump yeah. Liefeld 2016. Yeah. That's, oh, that's what... shut up. <laughs> Open oh. your shirt, Chet. Let's see it. <laughs> uh anyway yeah so the lady drew up my shame the lady drew up let's get back on something less disgusting the woman drew a portrait <laughs> uh using menstrual blood of donald trump and it's actually not a bad portrait it's pretty well yeah done. i saw a thumbnail of <laughs> yeah. it nice it's, it's, it looks, just looks like a good watercolor really mm-hmm. <laughs> but did she use the Natalie Irish method? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Turbo! This is why you host the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if this was the '90s, I'd be a shock jock. Um, <laughs> if you don't know who Natalie Irish is, folks, uh, she does her paintings with lipstick. <laughs> And uh, should we go to friend questions? Because I'm sure they're going to be a lot cleaner than that. Uh, I don't know. In, a, in every way. Uh, let's see. Let's get this. That's amazing. It's, that's gonna. Are you guys done? You got any news you want to 
No. Uh, yeah, I'm never going to be on the show ever again. <laughs> All right, let's go to friend questions. Okay, let's see. Uh, Kevin Sanders asks, does does this look infected? <laughs> yes, Kevin. That's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> it's like a group of ingrown hairs. <laughs> you should lance that and put it on YouTube. I'll totally watch it. You guys ever seen Critters? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> First thing that came to mind. <laughs> Talking about, you know, infected hairs. You know. <laughs> If, if it sprouts teeth and red eyes, Kevin, go see a doctor. <laughs> Burn it with fire. Uh, Richard Thomas Basie says, I'm pretty awesome. Why do you think that is? I don't, so don't worry about it, Richard. I don't know who Richard is. He's an asshole. He is? Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Okay, right. then he's, he's, he's a good guy. He also <laughs> says, sort of. Uh, genre. <clears throat> genre. Okay. <laughs> what's the appeal? Uh, what's the one you don't think you'd ever deal with? Um, You know, I... I think you can do just about anything with any genre. Um, and, you know, you can play within the rules and still twist it up enough to make it your own. Right. You know, that the sky's limit. Why? You know, the rules aren't hard and fast. You can do all kinds of different things with it. Yeah. That's the easy answer. And we're moving on. The uh... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no drag. Chuck Presley's Revenge of the World. <laughs> no dragon <laughs> romance for me. Uh, Brennan. You could make dragon romance work. No, you of all I, people could make dragon romance work. That's true. And it would, be, it would be quirky and that's lighthearted. True. And everyone I, I'm would love awesome. It. I could do anything. <laughs> See, uh, Richard, Gabe's awesome. <laughs> Brennan, what would you not want to touch? Uh, God, I don't know. <clears throat> uh, uh, James Linares asks, <laughs> what pitfalls have you suffered by self-publishing that you are now aware of and can avoid in the future? Uh, you know, that, that's kind of a difficult question to answer because we're pretty new to this. You know, and we've, we've tried to tread very carefully yeah. into it. And, you know, I've, I've asked a lot of people about their own experiences and tried to learn from that, read things here and there. Uh, James himself has been pretty helpful with a lot of things in, in regards to uh, attending these shows and doing some things there. Um, the thing that we're dealing with when going to these these comic book conventions is we're selling an original idea. Uh, mm -hmm. There's nothing with any kind of familiarity to it. And so that's the uphill climb that we have where we're trying to build the brand and get people interested in what it is that we're doing, something new. And it's just going to take some time. Yeah. That That is a very uh, tough mountain to climb in the... At comic shows, mm -hmm. but if you go to small print shows, mm -hmm. people eat that up. Yeah, I mean, that, that's where people are actually looking for what you're doing. You know, and that's that's something we're interested in, in doing. We talked about uh, Staple earlier, and yeah. I've I've been there as an attendee. Oh, you you do well at Staple. I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Looking forward to, to getting in on that show. Yeah. I suppose he's asking you, but I'll, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> The best thing you can possibly do is pull artists from other companies or comics, form your own comic book company, and then ride that wave into... Uh... Who's asking this? James Lenares. Oh, He's Lenares? Asking what, what pitfalls are there? I'm not saying... <clears throat> oh, 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 this I'm just is saying your follow-up the, be the, the best route would go steal other talent, um... uh, form your own company, 
uh, ride, I feel, ride their wave of success. <laughs> it, feels like all the cash. it feels like you're still trying to get, get it like that here. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. Uh, Brennan, do you have anything to add to that question? Not really. I mean, I'm still pretty new to this stuff. Actually, my first thing isn't even coming out until next month. So, yeah. If... Where at? Well, uh, I'm still kind of waiting on that. I'm not going to say anything official yet. Okay. But we're doing staple. Yes, we're definitely doing staple. Yeah, so it, it look should, for us at staple. It'll be you out can, by that's can, staple for sure. I'll sign your Liefeld comic <laughs> with a little joke. Uh, and I'll point an arrow to the smoke on his feet. Um, Eric Martinez asks, can I be on a podcast with you guys next time? I've never talked to Eric, I don't believe, mm-hmm. but his work is fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, that dude can draw. He's nuts. And he always looks friendly. Like, he's always got a, a he smile on his face. He's, he's a very approachable guy, you know. It's fine I'm, because... I'm scared of him. I, I just see his work and, and his smile, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> and, and, and you're, like, a little bit in love with him? Just a little bit? Yeah, I, I like to uh, admire from afar. You, you know, he... Right now, he's our cover artist, and I almost didn't approach him about it until John Kramer had said something. Yeah. And... and uh, I said, fuck it, why not? I was ask him to see what, what he'll say. And he's been all over it. He he's gotten in deep with us and you know, he's done a show now and he's put together the second cover. He's coloring that on his own. He I he did not color the first cover. I did that mm-hmm. um poorly. Um good. but I don't remember it, getting a phone <clears throat> call, but uh, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, uh. <laughs> that reminds me actually, we need to talk to um Susie and Ben about doing that show at uh, uh, Flying Squid, the little small press show that they wanted. Oh yeah, yeah, and, oh, that, yeah. and that's very fluid. There's nothing concrete for that yet. We okay. we need to set a date with them and everything, so we kind of work out some more particulars. But I I personally I don't know how your schedule is. Um, would like to do something around the end of October, beginning of November. I believe my schedule is now free. Awesome. Uh, Johan, Johan. 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 Strike actually. three for me. <laughs> Johan. Johan Aberg. Aberg asks, are you a fan of superhero comics, reluctant or otherwise? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I like some stories in it. That's like asking if I was a fan of a, a horror genre or the horror genre, you know, some, some I can take, some I can leave. Right. Uh, you know, there's been good stuff. There's a lot of crap too. Hmm. Yeah. I'm so I'm so happy that you're my guest mm-hmm. because I don't have to know about comics that are happening right now. Right. Uh and I can lean on you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so because anything I'm gonna say probably gonna be a little negative. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> um, I it it's not because I don't like what they're doing now. It's because I fucking love comic books. Mm-hmm. You know, I I really do love reading a good comic. Yeah. And, and so, there, but there then is, that begs the question: What makes a good comic for you? Uh, originality, good story. You know. Yeah. The, the, basics. the basics. Okay. The basics. So you 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 don't. Find that happening because that, that's kind of what I'm I'm getting from what well, you're inferring. Okay. The I, I I'm reading a lot of uh, 
like classic artist stuff like uh, Richard Corbin mm-hmm. and uh, you know stuff around Mignola's stuff uh, people I've mentioned before right but the titles that I I would read from childhood up until fuck I don't know five six years ago mm-hmm. uh, they kind of changed in a way that I can't really describe but they don't really speak to me anymore those books would be uncanny x-men um thor uh hulk so like the big two staples or marvel staples yeah yeah pretty Mm. much okay uh uncanny x-men just really i don't broke my fucking heart whenever they they changed the the drawing styles uh, to something more, I guess, edgy, mm-hmm. and I never really recovered from that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do you know who Howard Chaykin is? Nope. Okay, he's he's a guy who's been working in comics for forty plus years, and he was at Amazing um, a couple weekends ago, and I sat in on his panel. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, I don't tend to do that with a lot of people. And I'm not a huge fan of his work, mm-hmm. but the guy's intelligence can't be denied. Right. And the panel that he gave was great. And he he talked about how much he loves comics, and he talked about how it's it's a language. There's a syntax mm-hmm. and a vocabulary to what you can do with the page, and that's really exciting. And you see him experimenting with that in his work, in virtually everything that he's ever touched. Mm-hmm. Um, and where was I going with this again? Um, he, um, it, it was it was interesting to hear a guy who was a, who had been a curmudgeon in the press mm-hmm. about a lot of the things that were going on in comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he still had a love for the medium. Right. Yes. You know that was really endearing to me um, because there is good stuff out there. It just depends on where you're yeah, looking. You know, right. you're going to outgrow things. And this, I mean, it is yes. largely disposable. I mean, if you think about the tons of shit that you've read over the years, well, just, I'm, I'm sure there, there have been generations of readers that, you know, uh, Neil Adams, when mm-hmm. he came on mm-hmm. to the X-Men and stuff started getting a little more political. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure that left, readers in the dust yeah you know by the thousands you know and i'm just i feel like i'm just a generational gap person where i don't like it so yeah it's gonna leave me you know right and it just it allows me to look at other stuff Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's not it's not a bad thing it's just those titles that i've had so many years into you know, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, and, they leave and you I cold move on now. To something else. Yeah. So, that, but I think that's cool. You know, I, I yeah. really think that's that's how even the 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 people who go to the shop weekly they should be approaching their habit. You know, they're not yeah. forced at gunpoint. And to I'm read an adult the same now. Yeah. You know, I'm reading Prison Pit and yeah. fucking just all kinds <laughs> of crazy shit. <laughs> I like fuckator. I mean, yeah. big deal. Uh, and I'm more of a toy collector these days than a comic book reader. You know, it's fine. I just feel overwhelmed by how much stuff there is now. And, like, yeah. just how much... This the saturation in general just in pop culture. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that. I'm just... I'm, I feel almost, like, burnt out on the kind of superhero archetype at this point. Yeah. You know, I, I, have a, I have a hard time getting excited even about, like, Marvel movies, which are, like, you know, supposed to be... You they're, know, the, they're well done. Yeah. And, you know, I just it just doesn't do it for me anymore. So And really, I've never been, like... 
a super like mainstream comics guy anyway. Right. You know, like I I came into comics, you know, as a kid whenever I guess right around the time that Image was starting, which is mm-hmm. a lot of never mind. We're not gonna yeah, go, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna <laughs> say his name again. But uh yeah, so like you know, I, I was always attracted to stuff outside of like the two big two companies and likewise. Yeah, I mean yeah, like I started out like reading Dark Horse stuff when I was younger. Right. And you know, and moved on to Fanagraphics and then you know, I I just remember like getting their catalogs in my house and then they put me on their porn comic mailing list too and I got in trouble. <laughs> and, like, but yeah, I mean that's that's just always been my experience of comics is it being more just kinda like an outsidery kind of you know what I, thing. You but, know what I like about the Marvel movies though? What's that? They're it's like a a modern fantasy movie. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like Which movie again? Marvel movies. Oh, okay, okay. Uh like uh I don't know. We're watching I mean yeah. It's it's a modern fantasy. People have yeah. fucking powers mm-hmm. instead of you know magic. Yeah, they have clash of the abilities, titans in the city. You know, <laughs> right. yeah, right, like, exactly. Like Age of Ultron. That's what it reminded me of a lot. It was like this yeah. kind of like old, which I liked it. Yeah, is, I was okay with it. I mean, I don't. It's have, it's an entity into yeah. itself. Yeah, unto itself. Unto whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Rob Zip asks, would you Eiffel Tower a woman together? <laughs> well, there are three of us. Yeah, so so someone's gonna have to stay. At, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, I don't, I'll I don't, just let my two my I, two guests uh, do that. I don't know you that well, man. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about a ziggurat? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Me too. People are gonna Google this. Um. You guys know what a ziggurat is, right? Is it a hut of some kind? No, it's a Mesoamerican pyramid. Oh, nope. Still don't know what you're talking about. Michael Rodriguez asks, <laughs> guilty pleasure band slash song? I got a perfect one that's fucking awful. Go for it. Yep. Uh, Altered Bridge? Altered Bridge? Mm. Yeah, really isn't fucking... that a spinoff of Creed? Yeah, that's yes. like Creed without the okay. lead singer. Yeah I, yeah, I heard one song that that uh, a podcast I listened to played. I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. It was like, uh, it's like you know metal. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so I downloaded it. I downloaded it, and uh, I downloaded one other song, and then I I I looked them up on Wikipedia. I was like, fuck. It's everybody from Creed except yeah. for the singer from Creed. That's embarrassing. Anyway, uh, what about you, Brennan? I, I don't really like believe too much in the guilty pleasure thing. I mean, I think I feel like I either like things or I don't. Uh, probably the thing that I'm most embarrassed about is just like how like how easily motivated I am by how like, many what? times you hurt yourself in the shower. <laughs> dancing to music inside your head oh no 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 i'm not embarrassed by that oh, okay <laughs> but i guess kind of on that topic i mean you I'm, old you old <laughs> go ahead I guess, <laughs> I guess probably like uh the thing that i'm most embarrassed by is like how like easily motivated and like jock jammed i am by like 80s like straight edge hardcore still <laughs> wow. yeah. like that, that could still like pump me up dude i don't oh, know oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of judge, man. <laughs> Just four punch my way through those dishes, man. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, that about does it. What about Anything? you, Chet? 
Oh, yeah, shit. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm bad. So. Honestly, can't think of anything. Yeah, I, I kind of subscribe to the same thing you do, Brennan. I, I just, I, there's nothing that immediately comes to mind that I go, I really hope nobody looks through my phone and sees <laughs> that in my playlist. Yeah. Search history now. Uh, yeah, yeah, search <laughs> history. Yeah. You both take the Luciferian uh, <laughs> way of looking at things. <sighs> you guys got anything to plug? Yeah. I guess. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. I uh, got Monster Show 9 coming up. Yeah. Doing that. What is so that? So am I. Uh, it's an art show that's going to be held at uh, Insomnia Video Game Culture. And Man. it used to be at Domi Books, and they moved it over there. And Insomnia is where Domi was? No, uh, like the Monster Show. It used to be run through Domi. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was so uh, scared that I wasn't going to be able to do it this year because I got... Uh, and I don't, I don't want to say this in a negative way, but I missed out on Jesus. Sorry, I guess. Uh, Zine Fest Houston, yeah, uh, got full before the deadline, mm-hmm. and I wasn't able to uh, participate this year. But thank Cthulhu, I am in <laughs> fucking monster show. Yeah, uh, you I've know, been in it for like seven years. It's and, cool uh, that they hold Zine Fest in the print museum, but I yes. think it's grown outside of that yeah they really need to look at another they venue need a bigger space yeah. yeah unfortunately i i do like that place because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's perfect it's fucking awesome it uh it relates to the topic of yeah. The show, yeah you know so but i guess in addition to that like that's hopefully as long as the table stuff goes through i'm gonna be doing a table with my girlfriend there and that's Ooh, gonna... girlfriend really yeah it's official yeah all nice. right it is awesome but Tell yeah. your girlfriend that uh, she's welcome on the show. Whenever, uh, yeah, actually, uh, she's up for it. She's got a bunch of stuff coming up too. She's doing monster show, and then like a week after that, she has like some group show at uh, Catacomb. It's run by friend of the Blake. show, Blake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and oh, the female. Uh, yeah, she's she's doing that. Oh, uh, cool. That it's October thirtieth there. Awesome. And I'll post something about it whenever yeah. it gets closer. Hopefully, she'll be on before then. And yeah. She can... Plug it herself. Yeah. Anything else? Um, and hopefully stable with you. That's not till next year. Yeah. We have. We better start working. A lot of months, a few months to yeah. uh, better get stuff. Better together. get the drawing, Gabe. I, I'm gonna need a credit card from you, sir. Uh, <laughs> hotels are not cheap, and neither is that show. Uh, Chet. Yeah. Um, and Media Rex number one. We are selling it in Bedrock in a few locations. If it's not actively in the store that you shop at, they can get you a copy. Um, Where can the people in the Netherlands get your comic book? We're going to go digital pretty soon. Okay. We're hoping to. Um, I, Comixology's... Um, you don't have a store on some website or anything that people we're, can we're, order from? We're going to do Gumroad pretty soon. Uh, but physical copies are going to be available on our website this week. That's um, the website. Uh, the website is pulp21comics.com. With an X? Nope. Okay. Yeah. CS. Yeah. Yeah. CS. CS. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm doing Just Inc. 5 this Friday at East End Gallery in Houston, Texas. Cool. If anybody's That's a good show. Yeah. Uh, if you're around town, people, mm-hmm. go see it. And uh, maybe a show, too, here and there. We'll see. Maybe he's doing Zine Fest. Don't know yet. Okay. 
we try to keep people do you have a, updated on the website. Do you have a Twitter or I, I have a personal Twitter and there's a Twitter for Pulp Twenty One. Um I think Pulp Twenty One's is Pulp Twenty One Comics. If you search that, it should pop up. Okay. And then my my own Twitter that I don't use often is uh Chet Presley on Twitter. Pretty at, easy to at find. Chet Presley. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anything else, guys? No. All right. Well, uh, if you want to follow anything I'm doing, you can pretty much get it all off of revengeoftheworld.com and go fuck yourselves gently. Or gently go fuck yourselves, I think is the right way to say that. Break Castle of Soldiers!